Mike's Daily Podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. Episode 1240. 1240. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, we hear from Bison Bentley, Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, plus the interesting news section called News Random, where we'll look at some of the interesting news research that, uh, uh, yeah. Mike's Daily Podcast. Etc. Etc. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm just gonna get to the meat of the matter. Mike's Daily Podcast. The heart of the matter. And I think that they scatter, but I think it's about forgiveness. Forgiveness. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Oh. It's Friday. Woohoo! It's Christmas party Friday. I've got two company Christmas parties to go to. Mike's Daily Podcast. And Sylvia, who we talked about on the last show, helped me make my hands soft. She Mike's is Daily going to podcast. be at yeah. a gig. Her husband is in a band called MoFu, and MoFu is going to play tonight at 9 o'clock at the Ivy Room in Albany, Albany, New York. No, wait, Albany, California, next to Berkeley. Yes, that's at 9. Mofu is the name of the band. What kind of music is it, Mike? Imagine the best music. It's kind of a rock, funk, rock, rock and rock. It's what I can describe it as. And Sylvia gave me these wonderful, like, crystals to rub onto my hand. They're like these little, uh, sort of like, I don't know, what do you call it? Like salts, sugars, things, and you rub it on and you exfoliate, and my hands are soft now. Of course, it helped, too, that it's so humid lately. We had so much rain last night. It just came down in buckets. Oh my gosh, I was, I was starting to get a little worried. I'm like, is this house that I'm in going to start leaking? But no, it, it withstood all the rain. My dog, however, not so happy with the rain. I tried to walk him. Of course, I'm referring to Basil the Boxer. And we started walking and he, we got about two, three blocks away from the house. And all of a sudden he starts walking towards a house there. Oh, who just walked in. And, and he's walking towards someone, some complete stranger's house. And at first I thought he wanted to look at their big inflatable Santa that they had on their front lawn. So many inflatable Christmas decorations this year. It's, it's been happening for the past four or five years, but a lot this year. And when it's really windy, those inflatable things tend to you know, bounce up and down and looks like they're dancing, a dancing Santa. But he's walking over to the Santa, then he stops, turns around, looks at me, and then just sits down. Like, I'm, I'm going to go no further, Mike. I am done. No more with this walking in the cold rain and the wind. And I said, all right. So he turned around and went back. And I basically felt weird because I usually walk my dog at least for an hour every day. And yesterday it was only about 15 minutes. I was shocked. But it was nice to be inside, stay warm. Look who else just walked in. Various people have walked in now. Out of the cold. Hello, Michael Master. It's Madame Rudebega. Yeah, it's so cold outside. Oh, yeah, Mike. 
I was starting to freeze my tuchus off. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we are really happy that you are going to a very cool gig. Thanks for telling us about it. We're going to go to gigs. You're going to go to the gig too? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to go to this gig because we like rock. That's right, Mike. We like the rock music. Do you know that? You like the rock? Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, maybe I'll see you guys there. Mike, my hands need to be soft and supple like yours, D. Yeah, soft and supple. Do you know that? All right, I'll give you some of these interesting bath salts, crystals, whatever they're called. Sylvia's crystals, we'll call it. And uh, put it on your... Hey, so Republicans... They don't have a woman to yell about anymore. You notice how they always like to yell about women? They hate women. So the Republicans loved all the past two years plus yelling about Hillary Clinton. Hillary this, Hillary that. Oh, they were so mad at Hillary. But now she's gone. She's disappeared. So who do they yell at now? They yell at Yellen. Janet Yellen. Fed Chairman Janet Yellen. And they... We're yelling about her, about the interest rates finally being raised. They were, oh, raise the interest rates, raise the interest rates. I remember when I was a kid, my mom yelling about how interest rates are too high, interest rates are too high, and now they've been low. They got really, really low, and they got raised a little bit at the end of last year, and now they're getting raised this year, and oh my gosh, Republicans, they are just yelling about yelling. Oh, she's a socialist. Oh, she's terrible. Oh, I can't wait till Trump gets rid of her and all this. So, my question to you is, how would the election happen turned out if the whole email scandal didn't happen? If the Russians hadn't hacked Hillary's emails? What if, or hacked the DNC's emails, and what if Hillary didn't even have to deal with the whole email issue? That's what we heard for like two years. Her emails, FBI, James Comey coming out about the emails, talking about the emails. What if we... And here's today's podcast picture. Took a look at the podcast picture, and it's me standing on five canyons on a uh, beautiful park we have in Podcastro Valley. And I'm standing there, and the sun is setting. And it was a picture that I took about three weeks ago. So see that there at mikesdailypodcast.com with all the other podcast pictures. My question is, emails, is it, do you remember ever, I, I did not send an email until I think 1999, maybe 2000, somewhere in that area. If there had not been emails, Hillary might have been president. Emails seem to have brought her down. And emails, in some ways, ah. Yeah, that's how I feel about emails. Thank you. It, Madam Ritabaga, that was an interesting noise you made. Thank you, Michael Masu. Emails are in a, in a way are sort of like texts. Well, they're they're almost exactly like texts now. Texts, emails, you do them both from your smartphone. But it's a very lazy form of communication. If I were to run for president, my campaign, we'd all be, it would all be about talking on your smartphones, talking, talking, verbal communication. If 
the whole DNC and the Hillary campaign had not been all about written communication, they might be in office now. The uh, verbal communication, yeah, you can bug and that. But remember, that was the big thing with Nixon. He bugged all the rooms in the White House and everything, and he could record everybody. And and for you know the Russians bug this room and that room and the James Bond movies. But I feel like the, the emails are an easier target than if you were to verbally talk to someone on the phone. And there's so much more you can convey in verbal communication. Of course, face-to-face is the best, but verbal communication is... I'm a communications major. I can go on and on about this stuff. But yeah, seriously. Now, of course, the Russians focused on Hillary and, and the DNC. There's not even a question about this anymore. All intelligence agencies agree with this. So anybody that tries to contradict this information, they're, they're, they're in la-la land. They are like climate change deniers, which is about, well, the entire staff that Trump has picked for his cabinet. But there is, there, they were completely focusing on DNC. Do you mad, can you imagine if they really, if Assange, Julian Assange, that Trumpite, that uh, Trump, Trumpskyite, that total Republican nutsoid, that uh, for some reason nutsoid, um, what's her face, the one that did the Tommy Lee video, uh, Pamela Anderson, she's all nuts about him, brings him coffee and bagels every day. Uh, if if he had been anti. Trump and had posted all Trump. Trump must have so many emails that would have been 10 times worse than the bus video that we all saw from All Access Hollywood, whatever that show is called. Access Entertainment Tonight. I feel spent. Michael Matthew, did you get it all off your chest? I did. Check out mikesdailypodcast.com. You can tell us what you think. Email me there, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. There's the... Oh, yeah, we're doing this contest called... Yuletide Personalized MP3 for the contest. Yes. Tell me what you think. What you think about Julian Assange? Are you a big fan of him? What do you think of Pamela Anderson? She nutsoid? What do you think? Do you like bagels? And if we read your comment on the section... Oh, my God! Emails from email and your calm and not so comments. If we read that, you'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters. They're wishing you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Yes, that's if you do that, and we're doing that now. And yes, uh, you can find the link at mikesdailypodcast.com to the email. You can find the link to all the places you can listen to the show. You can find the link to Amazon if you're going to buy anything on Amazon. Go through mikesdailypodcast.com. That's a great way to support the show. And there's also the PayPal. If you're going to donate, there, click on that. You'll get a special greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters. And all the past interviews and everything is there at mikesdailypodcast.com. You know what I'm noticing? Well, where did my voice just go just then? Wow, I went total shaggy. Zoinks! If you... 
it seems like everybody's redoing their websites to do the big, big picture, big video. When you first click on a website, it like fades in and you get somebody, some beautiful glossy video of some kind playing. Everybody's going with that. And it, what it does is it, it uh, takes all the content that you would usually, usually just instantly have on your front page and just fills it with pictures. And to me, I'd rather just see the content first. So that's what you get when you go to mikesdailypodcast.com. You instantly get the content. There's a couple pictures of me. Okay, there's a lot of podcast pictures of me and of things I've seen and interesting whatnots. Oh, and all the cartoons. You get to see all the Cafe Anyway characters. They've all been rendered in drawing form. Matt and Rudabiga, Valentino, Bison Bentley, et al. Mike, what does that mean? Do you know that? I do know that. It means, uh, and the rest. Uh, yeah, all that, and there's a little gallery you can see of podcast pictures and whatnot, all there at mikesdailypodcast.com. I switched in the early days of Facebook, and I, around 2009, 2010, I was posting opinions regularly on Facebook. I liked it. I liked the whole idea of mini-blogging. I was doing that on Twitter. I was doing that. There used to be a website called Posterous. No. Posterous? Ponderous? Po- po- I think it was. Yeah. And there was one called Vox. Now Vox is a news website. And I and, and Tumblr. And I would just post my... I would type, this is what I think, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, you know what? That's content that I'm missing that I could be putting into my podcast and giving it to you verbally. And see, once again, I am promoting the verbal form of communication, not the written form of communication. There was a time back in the 80s and 90s when uh, our parents, when they saw us all talking on the phones, they're always on the phone. They're always on the phone. Nobody writes anyone a letter. Nobody actually sits down and writes a letter. And then along came emails, along came texts. And now people text way more than they talk on the phone. And like I said, it's, it, in some, you know, it's, uh, in, if, you would have, if I would have said that to myself in the 80s and 90s, first off, hi, Mike, with hair. Hi, Mike, with, uh, <laughs> with your glasses on, because it's pre-LASIK eye surgery. And uh, hi, Mike, you're, you're looking with all your crazy curly hair. You look funny. Uh, are you still dating Julie? Yeah, I am. How's that going? It's going pretty bad. She likes to drive down to Long Beach and spend all my money. Oh, you poor Mike. I know I'm a poor Mike. Anyway, what cafe anyway? I would what I would tell to uh, Mike back then. Oh, I'm always late with this. Anyway, cafe anyway. Anyway, there we go. It was uh, I would tell him, hey. Anyway, in the future, people are going to want to write to each other instead of talk to each other. What do you think about them apples? And Mike would say, Wow, I don't believe you, Mike. Where did all your hair go? And it would have been an interesting conversation from there. I, I can assure you. <sighs> smell that air. Do you smell that air? That's called Christmas. Smell it in the air. This is Christmas. Um, oh, and I freaking... I'm so sorry. Christmas time! Woohoo! It's Christmas time. What I'm trying to say is... I think now, writing, because we we don't really write, I mean, the type of writing you do in text form, 
First off, now the technology, you just have to try to write the word and the Samsung or the iPhone or whatever phone, Droid, whatever you got, predicts. It's There's so much, you know, we all use the predictive text and the spell check and it basically writes for you. And then we don't have to deal with all the dialing someone and talking to them and oh my gosh I have to actually say words and cogitate and think of what I want to say so I feel that in some ways the whole Hillary campaign and the election of 2016 shows us emails are bad okay and we need to go back to the stone age when we were talking to each other on phones because there were all those phones back in the days that is not appropriate behavior okay of the caveman now the segment news random news random okay all right well jenny mccarthy will be interested and uh, jim carrey in this information new research is found this according to relax news afp and msn that a vitamin d deficiency in pregnancy is linked to an increased risk of autism traits in children carried out by a team of researchers at the university of queensland's brain institute with the erasmus medical center in the netherlands the study analyzed 429 blood samples from pregnant women and their children who were taking part in the long-term generation r study in rotterdam in the Netherlands. From their an- analysis, the team found that pregnant women with low vitamin D levels at 20 weeks gestation were more likely to have a child with autism traits by the age of six. The findings add to the body of evidence that suggests a link between low vitamin D and brain growth and neurodevelopmental disorders. The lead researcher, Professor John McGrath, says just as taking folate in pregnancy has reduced the incidence of spinal bifida, the result of this study suggests that prenatal vitamin D supplements may reduce the incidence of autism. Vitamin D usually comes from exposure to the sun, as well as foods such as oily fish, beef, or calf liver, eggs, and cod liver oil. I feel as if pregnant women have told me they can't have any of those things. Maybe I misheard them. And then what do do uh, pregnant women need to go to the beach, show off their beautiful bellies, and en- enjoy some of the sun? A woman in a bikini that's pregnant is lovely. It is. Have you seen that? It's an interesting thing. It's men can't do that. Well, actually, we can because we can get the big bear belly. But it's not as beautiful as a pregnant woman. Where am I going with this? I don't know. However, Professor Cafe, I don't know. No, it's a cafe. Anyway. However, Professor McGrath commented, uh, we would not recommend more sun exposure because of the increased risk of skin cancer. Oh, well, there you go. In countries like Australia. Instead, he says, it's feasible that a safe, inexpensive, and publicly accessible vitamin D supplement in at-risk groups may reduce the prevalence of this risk factor. Autism or autism spectrum disorder is a lifelong condition where sufferers experience developmental disabilities such as an inability to communicate with others, interact socially, or fully comprehend the world. The results of the study can be found uh, published online in the journal Molecular Psychiatry 
and that article on Relax the News AFP and MSN as we go outside of Cafe Anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast on the Podcaster Valley. Next show, it'll be Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. The weekend is here. I have to go to a bunch of company Christmas parties. I'll tell you all about that on the next show. Or tune in to my radio show that I am on on the weekends, countrycrossroadsradio.com. I am on, I do the show called Weekends with Mike Matthews because I do it in the afternoon on Saturday and Sunday, 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Join me for that show. And we, wait, is it 3 p.m.? I can't do the math. But it's in the afternoon. Check it out, countrycrossroadsradio.com. Of course, I play some country, uh, bluegrass, Americana, and have some interesting stories to tell there on the internet radio and it's also on an am station in georgia believe it or not called 1680 am country crossroads but check that all out oh it's great to have greg edwards back at my work he just got rehired i'm so happy for him yay and you can hear an interview that i did with him and kevin back when we were doing addendum with kevin uh it's i think you just have to search his name in the mikesdailypodcast.com. Have a wonderful day and remember to be verbal. Let's go. All right. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.